Uh, welcome back to another episode. Brickhouse Brick Boys. What's up? Here we are. It's Friday. It's been a minute. We've had we've had some time to, to get past Kanye West's new album. Yeah, we had some time to digest several bowel movements. I would assume a lot more than several. <laughs> like, you should be making several over two to three days. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that though. I, we're not talking. I mean, Joe, do you need to go to the doctor? Oh, we need to introduce ourselves. I'm Andrew Passaro. Oh, I'm uh, Dr. Joseph Brennan. Doctor. 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 Of doctor. 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 That's doctor. Doctor. Mr. Dr. Professor Patrick to you. Welcome to your favorite podcast that talks about, what, what, are we, what are we, music that you don't know about that you should know about. Yes. That's, that's what we And have. other associated bullshits. Yes, and other associated bullshits. Yeah, we, you know, we have that in writing. Uh, big episode today. We're going to ask some important questions. We're going to talk about some, we're going to talk about a recent reunion that just happened, and we'll do a top five. Segments. And we're going to talk about a friend named Mo and uh, another friend named La. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But of course, we always start off the podcast <laughs> top of the queue. Mr. Andrew, Doctor, what have you been listening to lately? My first of all, my mom is the doctor, not me. Definitely not me. We know that I don't. Have well, don't put yourself down like that. I'm gonna put myself down like that. I'm not on that level. I'm on a whole other level, which is why I'm drinking a. Red Bull, ginger, and gin right now, and a little bit of vodka. How does that taste? It tastes okay. Can I can I take a sip? You wanna yeah. Yeah, let you me wanna, just you wanna, dip my tongue in yeah, here. Yeah, wet the beak. Could use a little ice. Yeah, it could use a little lime too, like a little squirt. Do you have any? Like, you have any? We, we have lemon juice in the fridge. Uh, nah, I'll suck it up. But uh, okay, here's what we, here's what I listened to, and it's very funny that I was listening to this band because I listen to this band all the time. But I, you know, you know, you know, have those bands that like every now and then you need to make sure that you have to check and make sure that it still slaps. Yes. Like you just like you know it's gonna slap, but you have to. You it have it, to it check. pops into your head. You say, "Does that band suck?" Did no, I, I've I never to... once thought that this but band. You, but sucked. you think you have? There's bands you listen to where you're like, "Oh, like I had a phase where I listened to, you know, insert bands here." here. <laughs> maybe that, or you know, maybe My Chemical <laughs> Romance or something like that. Okay, Title Fight is the band that I'm talking about. <laughs> Shout out JoJo at uh, Trash Pup on Instagram. Should we bring him back for the uh, second annual year in review? I planned on, yes. Yeah, we probably should. We should probably also just tape the podcast at his bar. Yeah, we the, should do that, We yeah. should Also, we have another open invite to tape a podcast at a bar. Or his Chinese restaurant. He is a Chinese restaurant? Yeah, he's part Chinese. I, that doesn't mean that he is a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Are you good, bro? I also have been listening to Title Fight. <laughs> what album? Uh, all of them. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I listen to a bunch of them, but I mainly listen to Hyperview because it fucking slaps. Backward Charm is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. And uh, Liars Love, Dizzy. Um, the whole Chlorine. entire album. Rose of Sharon. I, your the, your the, Pain the, is Mine the, Now. The wild thing is, like, every time I hear the opening riff from Chlorine, I remember where I was the first time I heard it. My apartment. Not December true. 2nd. No? It was. I heard it in the library, and then I was like, I'm coming over, and we're going to listen to this like eight times. I remember. So I saw the, the thing on Instagram. Yeah. I think it was December 2nd, two thousand. 14 i want to say it was because i was still at school yes and the worst uh, part about me graduating early is that i didn't get to play title fight on the radio sob yeah <laughs> like pour out <laughs> boo a little, fucking like, who pour out a little liquor right there boys. <laughs> boo fucking who yeah so i saw the instagram thing when the the hype came out and i was mm-hmm. like what the fuck is this this sound coming out of my fucking amazing shitty cell phone i mean it, it was my ipod actually yeah great yeah. great awesome album Great music video for that. Oh, fantastic music! Like one, of, and I'm not a music video guy, but one of my favorite music videos. I have to say, Title Fight though, is one of the reasons that this podcast exists. They are they are a pillar of the podcast. We've talked about that before. Like, uh, we've seen Title Fight live together once or twice. 
together? At least once. Because I know we went together in D.C. Yeah. Because I, I have a really dumb selfie of the two of us on the Metro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I have that saved, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's a terrible picture. It's a horrendous that picture. That can never make... Um, no, we're not, like, bad in it. Like... You're we're right. Just we're just stupid. babies. We just, yeah. yeah, we look like we look like children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I've seen Title Fight twice. I want to say, and I think you've been there for one of the two times. Yeah, I think I've seen them like maybe five or six times. We played them on legitimately every single show we yeah. had together in for college. like. I think I yeah probably every show for four years. Every I played them. yeah every show that even before I like knew you, I was playing stuff uh, from. Which one? Shed. Yeah, Shed. Usually Stab. To be oh, honest, such a good song. Such a good song. Such a good song. But uh, of the three title fight albums, four, four. What's your favorite? That's such a hard I question. Know, I, know. Oh, I know. I didn't have time to prep for this. I know. I put you on the spot. All right. Um, so I'll just say right now, my favorite's probably it's probably still the let, the most previous one, Hyperview. Hyperview's amazing. Just because I, I like the say, weird sounds. I love it. the weird. I love the sounds of that. That album's so good, and it's it's also a shorter album too. Like you can get. Through well, that. their first one is really short. Yeah. You can get through that album. I think it's like less than thirty-five minutes, mm-hmm. to be honest. I, I still, I'm gonna say Floral Green, and I didn't. I liked, I liked Floral Green when it came out, but when I saw Floral Green live, it meant way more to me than it ever the did. The energy when they played Numb, but I still feel oh it. Oh my god! And they play Leaf, and they yep, play uh, yep. Head in the Ceiling. Face. Like it's oh my just, god. it's like yeah. a ritual too. That one, yeah. Oh my god! It's such, yeah. One of our favorites. Lefty, it's, Lefty. Yeah, it goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've also been listening to Earl Sweatshirt's new album, Feet of Clay. That's been on my like top of my queue lately. Some people say he's the best rapper out now. Yes, I've heard that from uh, several that's people. A, that's a bold take. I've heard that from several people. I think he's really good. Uh, there's other... There, I'll tell you what. There's more songs that I've been listening to that we're going to hear later in the podcast. But Joe, what have you been listening to? So I stumbled upon this band named Meat Wave. Uh, that's meat, like uh, like a nice sausage. You, you know, you should definitely not Google, like, do not Google meatspin.com. Uh, I feel like I heard that back in high school. Yeah, it's like some dude, like, helicopter, helicopter, helicoptering the shit out of his. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that image. Yeah, and I oh. just needed people to know to not Google it. Okay, so Google meat wave, not meat spin. <laughs> uh, really cool, as Andrew described. <laughs> Uh, living room, college, garage. Yeah, it sounds like the type of band I could see playing in my living room, which I've had happen because I had your band play in my living room. Yeah, he could see himself hanging from the ceiling while this band is thrashing through the living room. I've also done that. Hand yeah. up. Really cool band though. Check out check out Meat Wave. I think they have an album out last year um, that I listened to. It was really good. I also checked out the new Tame Impala. I listened to it too, and you, the, you know the most astounding part of all of this is. I've been like all on. Like I liked Patience and I liked the other song that came didn't out. Didn't I like Patience? Didn't I like Borderline? Yeah, and the new song that came out, I was like, this is okay. And I was and I was like, oh, it's probably trash. And I listened to it and I was like, this is fucking great. What the fuck are you talking about? And it's not that it's not good. It's, it's just way better than the other two songs. I completely disagree. It might be time was the track that dropped on October twenty eighth, and we're getting a new Tame Impala album on um, Valentine's Day. So if you're single and not in a relationship and you want to have a good cry you've got a great album to do it for or you could do what we did last year which is go get fucked up and go see action bronson which i'd I'd rather do that i'd rather do that i like i'm dying to go see action bronson live um motherfucker no you hear me and then there's uh this band battles they're like uh i don't even know how to describe them like weird mathy electronic-y brooklyn-y like uh they're dope they're fucking dope 
Um, they have a new song called uh, Fort Green Park, Fort Green. Um, Andrew has a funny story about Fort Green. I do. So <laughs> I don't know if I've actually been to Fort Green, but we're watching the music video for this, which takes place in Brooklyn because shout out, we're in the brick house. Probably in Fort Green. Cause... Yeah, I would assume. And so I was watching the music video and I was like, oh, this looks like the part of Brooklyn that I woke up, that, that I stumbled around that one time that I fell asleep on the F train after being out all night. So I, so here's what happened. I went out to the bar and then a friend of a friend took me to an after hours bar, which, you know, those exist in Manhattan. So like I left the bar at 6.15 in the morning, <laughs> you know, just in time for breakfast. Just exactly. You know, I was trying to get an early start in the day and I walked to the subway and needed to take the F to the J to get back to Bushwick. And I fell asleep on the F train and woke up in the middle of Brooklyn somewhere and may have broken a couple laws. Because you know what happens when you wake up after a quick snooze after a long night of drinking? Like you, you can you can do the math. We all know what happens to your bladder. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. So yeah, I got I just woke up in a random part of Brooklyn and was like more dazed and confused than I've ever been in my entire life. More dazed and confused than Matthew McConaughey. Oh one circa nineteen ninety three. Alright, alright, alright. Easily. One hundred like I wo- literally woke up, was like, Oh shit, where am I? Like jumped off the subway at the first stop, walked outside and was like I have no idea where I was at all. Like, I, I couldn't... I know I was on the F and the G, because I took the G to get home, but it was, like, 8 in the morning. Like, people are out doing, like, normal human things. Meanwhile, m- my ass was still fucking... Well, you were doing... Everyone does it, but people do it in private spaces normally. I also feel like... I also feel like I was in suburban Brooklyn, where I am in Bushwick is, like, everyone's, like, a... And it's not um, like you were dropping a deuce. Definitely didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just grotesque. Yeah, I would never, I would never do that in public. Like, you find a McDonald's for that, obviously. Yeah. Like, come on. Throw, throw uh, two buns, onion, tomato, lettuce, some special sauce on that. There you go. Okay, here's here's the big reason why this podcast is even happening. Not, I mean, other than just the two of us hanging out and having multiple drinks on a Friday night before we go to a concert. We're going to see Animal Show tonight, by the way. You should check them out. I've talked about them on the pod. Are those police sirens? Yeah, probably. It's fucking Brooklyn. They heard us. Yeah, they did. They heard your they're, shit story. They're coming. To, they're coming to stop me because I <laughs> in the random middle of Brooklyn. He admitted it. Summer. Book him. License and registration, please. Okay. So Rage Against the Machine got back together. Okay. If you haven't heard, Rage Against the Machine is getting back together. Is is a huge. I mean, again, you want to talk about pillars of the podcast? Like, Rage Against the Machine was one of those bands that both of us were already into, and then we like started doing the radio show. Yeah, and we, I feel like it made a lot of twelve and thirteen year old people, children feel some kind of social awareness yeah i they're probably like one of the most woke musical acts i've ever listened to in my entire life and on top of that it's the most rare combination of hip-hop and rock and like punk and metal that i've ever heard because it's it's really you you can't really classify rage against the machine in a genre they're like they are a huge staple of late 90s and early 2000s rock but like their influence on like the whole stream like the whole like we talked about it on the podcast already, how Denzel Curry did a cover of, of Bulls on Parade. I don't know. This band means so much to me. Like that. Like they're gonna they're gonna go on tour, and we have to see them. Yeah. How many kidneys are you gonna sell to? See I them? I like a dead ass. I would spend two hundred fifty dollars, three hundred, two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars to go to the show. Like without without even a, without without a, a doubt in my mind, I would like I I need to see them perform live because Zach Delaroca can spit rhymes like no one else can, and then you've got Tom Morello. One of the best, like, guitarists. He's like a guitar wizard. 
He's like a top five guitarist of all time. They had they had a a niche of the museum at at the the oh. Met or the MoMA, whatever one of those I didn't two. I think it was the Met. Ritzy places. Yeah, like they had him up there with Keith Richards and Jimmy Page and Van Halen. Like that, like he that classifies him as like one of the top four guitarists. He's a god in the terms of yeah, like the guitar absolutely. world. And then I mean Brad Wilk and Tom Comerfield are no are no fucking slouches on the bass and the drum either. No, like great. the the group is so good. They're Four albums are incredible. Like that. Like, don't sleep on the cover album. Oh, and the cover album's amazing. I and, and that's the thing. Like, I don't even care if they make an album on this comeback tour. I just want to go see them perform because they haven't performed in a long time. Like Zach went into like hiding from what I've heard, which is like not surprising because the FBI was probably after him for all the woke shit that he said, and it definitely he's been associated with some like fucked up like kind of shit. But their music is so good. And the other thing too. Like Wu Tang wants to tour with them. Like Rizzo talked. Like Rizzo talked about it. That he's like, yeah, we want to tour with Rage Against the Machine. Can you imagine in the year of twenty twenty, in the year of our Lord twenty twenty, going to a Wu Tang Clan and Rage Against the Machine concert? I I never would have pictured that. I I like I would like to die immediately after that because nothing's going to be better than that. What's your form of death? Uh, I don't really care. I just don't want it to be painful. Okay. So like, quick. Yeah, quick, quick and painless. All right. Like I don't want to see it coming. I just want to be at that show. I also. We're going to be 27 because this will probably be like summer of 2020 at this point by the time it happens. So I'll join the 2020 club, which would be awesome. 27. 27 join the 27 club, which would be awesome. Have my mural painted on in the East Village because there's a mural of like all the big ones from the 27 club. Just like make sure. So I you can... think in the next six months you're going to be a big one? 100%. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, obviously, Faith in the Brickhouse podcast, bro. Come on. Like, get with it. By the way, I went to the Rite Aid this week to buy Sharpies so we could start tagging bathrooms. With, you can't say that on the pod. I'm, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm... We're, I legit, now you're definitely incriminating us. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. No one's I don't gonna, care if you get arrested for <laughs> whipping your willy out in Fort Greene. <laughs> I didn't, so it doesn't matter. But, yeah, I, I, that was like a... I went to Rite Aid specifically to buy black and silver Sharpies so that we could start writing Brickhouse podcasts above urinals in Brooklyn. In, uh, Did you buy the kind that you have to shake? I don't think so. Okay. I have no idea. But I bought... I'll give them to you. We're going to go out tonight and we'll tag some bathrooms. Shh. <laughs> Stop. We will not be doing that. <laughs> Hell yeah. In other news... No, but... Oh, no, we're not done with... We're not done with... Uh, oh, we're not done with this? N- not done with it at all. Oh, did I ever tell you about the time where um, Rage Against Machine apologized for the creation of the genre rap rock? Did they really? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, like... We're really sorry for bands like Limp Bizkit and Linkin Park and yada, yada, yada. Well, I mean, those those guys couldn't like that. Like, Rage Against the Machine is is the you're not going to get better than that. No. And like anybody who really tried was never going to get there. So, uh, but in all honesty, how much money would you pay for a like? Where would you want to sit at the concert? Be at the concert because I don't think I could be in the pit of a Rage Against the Machine show anymore. Like, I I don't think it would end well for me. How much money would I spend? Uh, I'm very frugal. When it comes to concerts, but for that concert, if it came to New York, I would spend two hundred dollars. Yeah, I would spend. I'd spend two fifty, but I don't want like a general. I almost want to be on the like two hundred before fees, probably two fifty yeah, after fees. Yeah, one hundred percent. But we're going to a show that's ten bucks tonight. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. my kind of show. That's yeah, I love that kind of show. Here's the most important question of the podcast. We were having, we were listening to both of these songs before the pod today, as we. Uh, Specified earlier, as we teased, as we yeah, as we it, teased, they teased, they called it a tease in the radio business. We said we're gonna have our friend Mo and, and La, La on this podcast, and we're talking about the Bombas. Yes, most specifically Mo Bamba or and La Bamba. La Bamba. 
tell us. Call us in at 917-725-0616. I remember that like totally from memory, and we haven't done a pod in like two weeks. It's it's stapled in your brain like, uh, yeah. the, like the wusser. It's like number. actually like tattooed on my wrist. Is it on your ass? No, because I wouldn't be able to read that. But I could read it. Yes. Yeah, so every, yeah, you should totally tattoo it on your ass. So every time we need the number, you just have to moon me. And then, yeah. I um I thought about getting a Nationals tattoo after they won the World Series. Like where? where? Uh wrist. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I thought about it. I was so like So we'll, we'll get you really drunk tonight and we'll get a Nationals tattoo on your wrist. All right, fuck yeah, I'm down. Dirt word. Okay. Word. Happening. Cool. All right, so really, who is the better Bamba, Mo or La? Andrew. I think the thing is La just, Bamba has stood the test of time. The thing it does have the test of time and the thing is you can turn up to both of these. Mm-hmm. Like if you put La Bamba on at the club at like 140 in the morning i'm gonna go just as crazy as i am about mo bomb but mm-hmm. i actually might go more crazy because i first of all you can still dance to it mm-hmm. you get you get a different kind of dance out of mo bomba versus la bomba mm-hmm. but at the same time i would never bring in the new year with la bomba i would bring in the new year with mo bomba <laughs> but i'm gonna give it to la i'm gonna say la bomba right. is is the superior song yeah but I do think Mo will stand the test of time for at least like 20 years. I don't. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think Mo Bamba is going to get forgotten like the second that these kids like that are in college, once these kids graduate, like we'll have another banger. Like we'll get another one of those to come around. I don't. No, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like it's one of those like silly, silly songs, like getting jiggy with it. Everyone still gets jiggy with it when that comes on. Mo Bamba is this. It's like the same thing, just a little harder, much harder. It's way harder. <laughs> first of all, first of all, um, they're like Will Will Smith never talked about getting hose or swore in any of his like music. So, and I also think that there are people who are like in college right now because they're younger than us who have no idea of the track called uh, of getting jiggy with it. No, it's, nah, nah. I definitely think that's a nah, thing. Nah. Everyone knows getting jiggy. Right? I don't think that's. I don't think you can universally make that really. Claim. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I mean, there's also a chance that people don't know La Bamba, which is like if well, you if that's, you, that's if, you if you have never heard of the song La Bamba, please, I implore you, pause this podcast. I know you're listening to it on Spotify, anyways. I know the numbers. I look at them. He is omnipresent. Go, type in La Bamba, and just have yourself an afternoon. Like listen to it like eight times. It's just a fire song. It's it's amazing. There are very few. There are very. There are only a few situations where I would say it's not appropriate to put on La Bamba. Mm-hmm. Let me think. What situations? A funeral. Funeral. That was the first one of mine. Yeah. Um. Probably right after sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not what I want to hear after I nut. <laughs> uh, I would play it at a christening. I would definitely play it at a christening. Yeah, that, that'd you turn be cool. that bitch up super yeah. hard. <laughs> Everybody's doing shots of holy yeah. water. <laughs> Let's see. Maybe uh, the first time you go to jail. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd that'd be, be a cool. bad one. That would be a bad one. No, I'd, I'd want to listen to that in prison. I, I, I feel like it would make it better. Getting out of prison would be lit as hell. Yeah. I, the first time you dropped a soap in prison, I would not want La Bamba play, being played. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you, you went to a concert recently, didn't you? Um, all right. I feel like I've said this in this podcast like 8 billion times that I went, into the, well, I went to one of the best concerts of my life. Uh, last Sunday. Oh, which which one this time? <laughs> I feel like I'm such a slut for saying best concert of my life. Uh, I saw Most Def play with uh, well, Yasin Bay is now his now his like official name. He doesn't go by Most Def anymore. Um, but 
He it was the 20th anniversary of his 1999 release, Black on Both Sides, which has some of my favorite tracks in hip hop with um, Mathematics, Brooklyn, Miss Fat Booty, all on that album. What's the hardcore track on that album? It's like a little snippet. I don't remember to be honest because it's like it is a long album. Like it's a, it's like over an hour. Because he has like a like a 30 second bit where it's like a like a heavy hardcore punk track. You know the, what I'm talking about? I think I do. I will say the coolest thing that I realized <laughs> about him at this concert was how much music he listens to. Because he's not just like a, trying to be a rapper. He's a straight up musician. So, so Camp Lowe opened. And obviously, if you know Camp Lowe, another big 90s hip hop act, they had those tracks, Cooley High, and they had... Lucini. And... The coolest thing, so they came out, they looked like some straight, like, 70s, 80s pimps. Like, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. I'm saying that in, like, the, like, one of the guys had a navy blue blazer with, like, a fur lining. And I was like, where the fuck can I purchase this? Because Either at a thrift store or an H&M. I'm in. Like, I want it so bad. They killed. They played 30 minutes, which was perfect. But most F came out for, like, their last track and was just, like, dancing around while they played Lucini. Which was awesome. And so then they're setting up the stage... And they've got this like white sheet that comes down by the DJ booth and most finally comes out and he grabs a, pa- a can of black spray paint and, and like tags, tags the white sheet under the DJ booth. Oh, wow. He writes oysters. He puts like his lucky numbers in the corner. He draws a king with a crown on the top. He put all this shit. It was so cool. And so he did that. They put roses on top of the DJ booth. And so like the whole show, he's like grabbing like the, the top of the rose and like sprinkling rose petals on the stage and the whole thing. It was, and they had a movie playing on the, you know how they had a movie playing on the projector the whole time. And it was like the first movie was about trains, like going around Manhattan and Brooklyn and all this stuff. The show was one of the most captivating concerts I've ever been to in my entire life. It was artistic and it felt like a love letter to the city of Brooklyn. Like he was physically moved at the end of the show. He cried. He brought out, Who's the guy who does that song? Simon says. Simon says, "Get the fuck up." Um, I think it's Pharaoh Mori or yeah, he brought on Pharaoh Monch and to do Simon says, and he's also on a track. Oh no, that was originally. It's also featured on it is Nate Dogg, but Nate Dogg didn't come out, and so but he played everything from Black on Both Sides, and the cool part was like if he sampled a track, he played that leading into. The actual song. He played One Step Ahead by Aretha Franklin, which is what he sampled for Miss Fat Booty. They played like the first like minute and 15 seconds of that. And then the DJ like flipped the, like literally like flipped the beats and brought on the actual hip hop part of the song. And it was amazing. I've like, I've done that probably 30 times since that show. Uh, he, he was interacting with the, with the crowd in the sense that like people were just calling out stuff and talking to him about stuff. It was awesome. He was like making these random jokes, and he's like, "Yeah, Dave Chappelle is working with me on my stand up because he wants to do stand up." It was technically one of the best shows I've ever been. Well, Most stuff has been in a bunch of movies too. Like he he has an acting career. Yeah, and so the show ends right. And okay, like, I think he was on some episodes of the Chappelle show too. I wouldn't be shocked. So show ends. They put the lights on. Like you can see all the empties and everything. And at the, we went to Brooklyn Steel, by the way, which if you haven't been to Brooklyn Steel for a show, really good sound. Um, Rolling Stone put it in their top 10 venues in the country. Really? At one point. Wow. Yeah. So we're like, I'm with Zach who was on the last episode and we're leaving the, we're leaving the concert venue. And we're like, it had been like five, five to six minutes since the lights came on. We're like, all right, cool. Like you usually don't get a, 
not uh, an encore in hip hop. And he walks back on the stage with Dave Chappelle and Tiffany Haddish. And like people definitely left the concert venue thinking like the thing was over. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, Zach and I get right up front. We're like, we were probably a couple yards away from the, the show from the start. And then we were literally right up front. We got the pictures. I got a picture of Dave Chappelle and him like of, and most of next to each other. And then Dave is like, all right, everybody like put your cell phones away. Like, let's have like a good night. Like I like, come on, like, let's just, you know, screw around. And it was anything from like Tiffany Haddish and, and Dave smoked a joint on the stage together. And Tiffany Haddish was trying to get most F to smoke. She's like, come on, smoke, smoke. And like, cause most and Dave were smoking cigarettes and she was just going on and on about how weed is better for you than tobacco and the whole thing, which was hilarious. And it would go from like Tiffany Haddish was singing stuff. Most was singing stuff. Dave Chappelle sang stuff. Dave and Tiffany were like fucking around doing some comedy bits. It was awesome. They just came back out and just fucked around for like 30 more minutes. I've never seen anything like this in my life before. And also the show, the concert was great. Like I would have paid, I paid like 55 for the tickets. I would have paid just 55 to see most F, but to also see Camp Lowe and to see Dave Chappelle and Tiffany Haddish was, it was like, that's amazing. Beyond cherry on top. That's amazing. I'm jealous. Best hip hop show I've been to. I can, I can concretely say that. Like action was great, but I knew a lot of the action songs. Wu Tang was awesome. Childish Gambino was awesome, but most stuff is easily takes the cake. So I'll that that's what I'll say. That's that's where we're at. But yeah, go to Brooklyn Steel. Okay, we've got a new segment. <laughs> yeah, a drunk text to Tony Hawk. So apparently, Tony Hawk put his phone number up or a phone number up on Twitter. And he's told people to text this number and someone will respond. It's like an automated response. Like every now and then I get a text from Tony being like, hey, I learned a new trick. And it's like a video. So here, here are the things that I've texted Tony Hawk. Hey, Tony, want to come on the podcast? So we're waiting. We're working on it. Imagine if we actually got Tony Hawk on the podcast. That'd be unreal. What would you want to ask Tony Hawk? Um, I, so I'd probably make him like a bowl of spaghetti. Uh-huh. With my, my mother's recipe. Right. Um, I'd ask him how many bones he's broken, um, what his favorite kung fu movie is. Oh, that's a good one. And if he remembers the time he met my Uncle Pete at the Dallas airport. Very specific. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tony, big fan. Want to come on my podcast and talk about some of your favorite albums of the 2010s? Which I feel like that's a, that's a good question. Uh, hey, Tony, are you going to listen to the new Kanye album? Hey Tony, what's your favorite sandwich? That that's all I've sent so far. I haven't like thought to text Tony Hawk when I was super wasted recently. But I promise that tonight. We, yeah. Oh, we're they're gonna, coming. We're gonna send Tony like eight text messages. That leads us to the last and the most important segment of the podcast. It's time for the top five all best right. Rage Against the Machine songs. This was tough. Like, really tough. Yeah, this one, honestly, is probably the toughest top five that we've had to, uh, what's the word? Compile. Matriculate. 
I like that one. I don't know if that approach. No, no, that... matriculate is like chewing, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, call us in at. It's nine one seven. Pull your pants down. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you want to see that, man. Nine one seven seven two five zero six one six. Yeah, no, this one was really really tough. Uh, so top five Rage Against Machine songs. We're all gonna go spend money and go to Rage Against Machine. We'll have a brick house viewing party. Everybody's let's go to the concert. Come on, you know you want to. Um, do you want to go first? Or would you like me to go first? We're gonna starting go, at number five. Starting at number five. People of the Sun, track uh, one from Evil Empire. Oh wait, that, do we talk about favorite before we do that? Favorite Rage Against Machine album. Oh. Do you want to? Let's do it after. We'll do it after. Yeah, we'll do it after. Okay. I've got Killing in the Name off of their first album, which was track two. Which I mean, if you don't know Killing in the everyone Name, everyone knows that song. Yeah. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. Number four for me, Freedom, the last track on their first album. Oh, great track, great track. I'm gonna go down, uh, down Rodeo, which like awesome, awesome opening guitar riff. The lyrics are terrifying, but awesome. Yeah, eye opening. Eye opening, yes. Number three for me is Take the Power Back. Ah, oh. the D, the E, the F, the I, the A, the M, the C, uh, the E. Oh man, great track, great track. I'm gonna go testify off of also it's off of Battle of Los Angeles. Yes. Ninety-nine. I think they won a Grammy for that album. Uh my number two is Know Your Enemy. That's also my number two. It's a great track. It's a, all of which are American dreams. All of which are American all dreams. All of which are American dreams. All of which are American dreams. All of which all of which are American dreams. dreams. And my number one is rolling down Rodeo with a shotgun. These people ain't seen a brown skinned man since their grandparents bought one. Is the most played track on my iPod growing up. Uh, I found it off of a Guitar Hero video game. I probably listened to this track before 90% of my races when I used to be on the swim team. Rally around the family with a pocket full of shells. Fucking bulls on parade, man. I, I could like do the whole rap to that whole album, like that whole track. It's so it's so fucking good. I've I've never played a guitar in my life, but I've watched the tutorial video from Tom Morello on YouTube about how to play Bulls on Parade like eight times. You know, I've never watched that. It's really Can good. Can we watch that after this? Yeah, podcast? we should. He like leads it up. He's like, if you wanna rock hard kids, lead on F sharp. All right. Yeah. hundred percent actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so okay, favorite Rage Against the Machine album before we wrap it up for the day. Uh the first one. I'm gonna go Evil Empire. Because I, all right, so Evil Empire is a great, both both are great choices. Mm-hmm. And Battle of Los Angeles, I used to have my doctor in, in Maryland. And he and I used to talk about like Rage Against the Machine. He was like a huge fan of Battle of Los Angeles, which is like it's a great all, album, a great album, amazing album. And also, again, the cover album is fucking incredible too. But I loved Evil Empire from like People Is Son into Bulls on Parade, Snake Charmer. Um, Vietnam. Vietnam, You're the Boomerang. Like, I, I could keep naming tracks off that album. It's fucking awesome. The worst part about Evil Empire is that I had the first two albums on CD because I had a shitty 98 Honda Accord that only had a CD player. Be thankful it wasn't a cassette player. My car broke down before I moved out of Maryland. My dad traded into fucking cars for kids. Cleared out all the CDs, everything. He forgot to check the CD player. And <laughs> some fucking bastard has my Evil Empire CD. So you think someone's listening to it now? 100%. Or you think it got destroyed with your shitty 98 Accord? 
I'd like to think that somebody got the CD. But, like, I will never recover from that emotionally. No, not you once. You can always buy a new Evil Empire It doesn't CD. fucking matter. Like, I still lost that one. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, you, like, you can get the same copy, but you know. That it's, was it's my copy. Same. Yeah. Like, that was the copy that I used to listen to. It's like when you have a scratch record and it skips on this one, mm-hmm. this one part, and, mm-hmm. like, you get a new one and it doesn't skip. It's like, but it's like, not the same. 100%. And, like, that was the copy that I used to listen to driving to and from Scranton when I used to, like, still go up there all the time. Like, that was the copy that I used to, like... Oh fuck! I gotta get home from work early, like quickly, or I'm waking up at four in the morning to do the morning show. Like that was the album that I was like, "Let's get this fucking right, day." Ninety miles Jeez. per hour. Ninety. Try fucking a hundred. Is that the time you got pulled over? Uh, the time. Me? The time I got pulled over during my twenty-first <laughs> birthday weekend with you it was eighty. But yeah, all right. I've definitely done worse than that. Twenty-first birthday weekend. Was that in your neck of the woods? Ooh, that was when I brought the Schlitz down, right? No, that was my graduation party. Oh yeah. But I no my twenty first birthday. I brought so I brought Schlitz down for him one summer. I came the next summer. We, he had the same fucking Schlitz. Yeah, because I buy a lot of beer and like Schlitz fucking sucks. Nah, it's great, man. It's like six ninety nine for a twenty four pack. We, the, it was the twenty four pack that like never seemed to finish. I will say that it was the like. It's like the loaves and the fishes. Yeah, one hundred percent. I definitely felt like that multiplied. <laughs> I definitely felt like that multiplied. So you heard it right here. The best Rage Against the Machine. Call us in at 917-725-0616. Comment on the Instagram at BrickHousePod. Follow us on Instagram at Andrew Passaro at ba da 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 Like, review, subscribe, and send this fucking podcast to your friends. Support the damn homies. And kids, remember to change the Brita filter. Stay in school. Listen to Pavement. Change your pants. <laughs> <laughs>